Hey, what's going on, my friends? This is Dave Sharp, and welcome to Wake Up Legendary. Look, I've got a um, an amazing and exciting guest uh, that I'm that I'm thrilled to talk to because I've actually been following this guy online, looking at what he's been doing, paying attention to his sort of um, ascension, his rise, the rise. He's another dude who's rising up like the Phoenix, man. Uh, and it's, it's incredible to watch. Obviously we're going to talk a little bit about TikTok today, um, and sort of what he's been able to, to accomplish. So, um, with that being said, I'm going to have a seat, uh, and sit back and, and prepare to take mental notes from you. What you got to say, my brother, Adam Dukes, what's going on, my man. How you doing, Dave? I couldn't be better, man. I could, well, I could, you know, because of the times, but, yes. um, Personally, I'm feeling good. I'm grateful sure. today, and uh, I'm, you know, I'm I'm excited to hear what you have to say. So, where are you? Where I was going to ask you off camera, but yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. ask you on. Where are you? Where are you from? Where do you live, my man? So I'm out in Vegas. After 25 years of gray skies and snow in April, I left Michigan for uh, the bright lights of Sin City uh, back in 2006. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's really interesting. That's, I was just saying to my wife last night that I, uh, I, we took a vacation out there, uh, last year for my birthday over the week of my birthday and had an absolute blast. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, I said, gosh, I miss going to Vegas. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we can get out there, uh, pretty soon when, when this stuff is all over and come and visit you out there because, uh, it's, it's quite an interesting it's even a more interesting city for my wife and I because we don't drink and we don't gamble. So, oh, okay, okay. Right, so we're not locked into yep. to that. You know what I mean? Like we go to shows and we go have dinner and stuff like that. So what have you done out in Vegas before you got online? Um, my degree is in construction management, actually. So I moved out here in 06 at 25. Um, I think it took a... Um, three days to find a job because in 06, uh, the construction industry, you know, was booming at that time. Um, so I got a job right away. And then in 09, uh, I was working at a place called City Center, a big uh, uh, casino on the strip. And then uh, we all knew we were getting laid off at the end of the, at the end, as soon as the project opened. Um, and I kind of, uh, I got laid off at the end of 09. And then beginning of 2010, I had saved money because we all knew we were getting laid off. And I said, uh, I was kind of burned out with construction and I was on Amazon in February. I told myself I was working like a dog. I was working 20 hours a day and I was salary. So it was equating to about $3 and 17 cents an hour. And I just didn't want to do construction anymore. So I said, uh, I want to do something else. So I had some money saved up. I was collecting unemployment at the time. And I was on Amazon looking for a book on motivation in February of 2010. And I found a book, and I, I just scrolled down to the reviews and it was about entrepreneurship. And I was like, ah, no, that's not really what I want. And as I was going to hit back, I was scrolling back up the page and there was a video of the author. And I thought, oh, let me check out this video. And it was a video of Gary Vaynerchuk and it was on his book, The Crush It Book. And uh, I watched that video and since then, 10 years ago, I was hooked on Gary V and uh, his message and all that, just that wild, brash, um, East Coast guy, you know, not used to that on the stage, you know, and um, uh, so I bought the book and then I bought Tim Ferriss's four hour work week book. And then I was introduced to the Warrior Forum and um, basically Gary Vee and Tim Ferriss were my kind of my gateway drug into the whole Internet marketing world. 
I love that term, gateway drug into the, mm -hmm. I wonder who you guys' gateway drug is. That's, that's so, so interesting. Mine was, uh, um, mine was, uh, some guys back when I was doing network marketing, uh, back in 2008 or 2009, um, I was trying to build a network marketing company and I came online and saw these guys talking about building their MLMs online. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a guy named Cedric Harris and, and a guy named Jim Chow, who's not online anymore. And, and, and several other people. Um, it's kind of fascinating. You took me, took me back there to think about who my gateway drug was. So you've been online for a little while. What did you do before legendary and what attracted you to legendary? Yeah, so in 2010, uh, Warrior Forum kind of introduced me to the, the whole world of internet marketing and uh, got into, at the time, it was called offline marketing, um, offering basically, uh, you know, internet services, web design, SEO, things like that to just local businesses. And uh, I got started cold calling. I cold called 5,000 businesses. I did that with a Bluetooth and a, um, um, a tracking software, CallFire, you know, I, a, a dialer. And I would do 300 to 400 calls a day. I've never cold called in my life. I would take a shot of whiskey or four shots of whiskey beforehand. Uh, it was the only way I could do it. And um, <laughs> I sold two websites and they were 300 bucks a piece. And I realized I got to do something else because I'm horrendous at cold calling. Looking back at it, though, it was, man, um, it just I developed thick skin because of that, you know, cold calling. It'll, it'll do it to you, you know. And um, so I figured out like cold emailing, you know, I, I had to figure out a different way. And so I did that probably for five years. Um, it was up and down, you know, client work is tough. Um, you got many bosses and I wasn't a sales guy. I'm still not really a sales guy. And uh, I was horrible at setting boundaries. So if they called me at 730 on a Tuesday night, Next thing you know, it was Wednesday. They were calling me at nine o'clock at night, you know, or Saturday morning at 7.30. And at the time I was blaming them. Oh, they're taking advantage of me. You know, and of course, looking back, it's like, well, I didn't set the proper boundaries. That that was on me. That wasn't their fault, you know. Um, and it's the, the give and in, take a mile type thing, you know, and uh, that just burned me out, you know. And since I wasn't good at sales, I thought I had to accommodate them 24-7 because I didn't want to lose a client, you know, um, got into the e-commerce world, Shopify, a, a little bit of Amazon in 2015 before Shopify was big. It was kind of on the come up, uh, did really, really well with that selling women's jewelry. After about 14 months, um, I kind of tell people that the money high wore off all the money. I paid off debt. I took my dad to the masters golf tournament in 2016. So that was all cool. Um, and then I hit a wall in August of 2016. Uh, I, I, I had no desire to sell like, you know, earrings to some lady named Helen in Iowa. Uh, that wasn't why the big man put me on the planet, you know? So I just shut the store down. I probably could have sold it for a lot of money, but I was just, I hit a wall that I just, I couldn't do it anymore, you know? And some people that's, they can do it without being passionate about it. That's not for me, you know? Um, and so I got into YouTube and 2018 more consistently, um, kind of dabbled with affiliate marketing, selling my own products. And then, uh, of course, I saw a couple of the YouTubers doing Legendary Marketer, started looking into you guys, you know, took the 15-day business builder challenge. I was actually thinking about putting out a course kind of similar to it. And then I was like, gosh, I can't compete with Dave's studio um, with the production value, the content for seven bucks, you know, and I was like, hell, you know, and I might as well just, I might as well just 
be an affiliate for this, you know? So I took it, went through it and even uh, teaching like an old dog, new tricks, you know, in the ebook, I like how you talked about Airbnb, just that little, that thinking, you know, that Airbnb and then, um, Uber, I think, you know, the product and all that. And I was just kind of like, that's an interesting way to look at it. I never thought of it like that. It's kind of funny. Some of the stuff that we do can seem confusing, but when you relate it to real world or everyday stuff outside the industry, you can have those light bulb moments, you know? Yeah. Um, and even for me, 10 years, I kind of had that light bulb moment type thing, you know? And I was like, this guy's onto something, you know? So um, got into it. Then obviously I saw all the success stories um, of other people. I got a lot of value even in being in the industry for 10 years. So I was like, heck, someone just getting started is going to get an immense amount of value. So that was kind of yeah. how I got started. That's great. No, that's um, I, what he was referring to with the Airbnb and Uber example was that, um, you know, we're seeing this big, we're seeing this bit, we've seen an uprising in companies who don't want to uh particularly own any of the actual product or service the product or manufacture the product or create the product, have anything really to do with the product, but more want to serve as marketing arms, marketing machines. And if you look at Uber, I mean, their app is essentially a marketing arm because it's so easy to use. You can obviously see they do phenomenal marketing. If you saw any of their commercials, even through this pandemic, they put out some great uh, ads, just thanking people for not riding with them, which, I mean, these guys understand marketing, they understand goodwill in the marketplace, they, they're valued at some obscene number. Airbnb is the same way. Um, we saw in earlier models of this sort of middleman uh, with, um, with the email service uh, that you sign up and get deals. What is it? What is it? Groupon. Yeah. So we saw a, a similar yeah. model. So a lot of you guys um, may may eventually want to build your own courses and do coaching programs and stuff like that. That's that's fine. Even become service based businesses like what Adam is doing. I, I mentioned this yesterday on the show that these skills or or maybe it was last week. These skills can give you the ability to be able to go out and run uh, ads for people and and. Uh, do SEO services for people. I mean, when you acquire these skills, you can monetize them in many different ways. You can turn around and teach people in courses or just host live webinars and charge for them, right? It's not always a course that you need to build, but what a lot of times we find is that, um, is that affiliate marketing really is, and I'm still an affiliate, even though we've built legendary, I just, I've done this for 10 years. I understand how to build affiliate platforms and stuff. I, I had a previous company that was very large, but um, what I what ends up happening with me, Adam, is I get involved in other affiliate marketing uh, opportunities, and then just realize that they they want to control me. They want it right, and I end up always creating the affiliate marketing company and the coaching company that I would like to promote. Yeah. So I do that, then I turn around and I promote our own products. Um, so that's sort of how. Otherwise, I would just be an affiliate. Yeah, straight up, I would yep. just be an affiliate, dude. Yep. If anything ever happens, like for whatever reason, I can no longer run a company or organize people and lead people, I will just be an affiliate. That's yep. what I'll do. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, yeah, and, and yep. make and make and make a hundred thousand dollars a year, mm -hmm. make a quarter million dollars a year, yep. whatever it is. Yeah, it's a great life. 
It's a great yep. life. I don't have to own anything, manage anything, yep. anything like that. So you got into to Legendary, really planted your flag in affiliate marketing. You were building YouTube. I want to get into TikTok a little bit too. So yep. Yep. Keep, continue on with the story and then, and then also tie it into how you've begun to grow TikTok because, of course, we're doing a challenge this week. Yeah, so that was a big um, – it was – it. So I've been doing YouTube for, I've been on YouTube a long time, but I wasn't consistent with it until 2018. And I finally started um, July 1st of last year. I committed myself to two videos a week. And Thomas Garrett, who's in Legendary, him and I kind of had similar channels, kind of. I mean, I started before him, but all of a sudden he had this hockey stick-like growth. And that's what we all want, you know. I'm like, what the heck is he doing, you know? So I reached out to him on Facebook. I was like, what's your secret sauce, man? Your YouTube channel has went just – and he said TikTok. And I thought, no way, man. I'm not doing that. I'm 38 years old. I'm not – that's for teenagers to twerk to the new Drake song. I'm not interested in that. And um, and then the challenge was coming out. Um, I think in the beginning of May, um, the first and uh, the TikTok challenge, you know. So Thomas telling me that I really wanted to grow my YouTube channel. That was my number one objective with TikTok. So I downloaded the app for a second time, checked it out. Uh, took probably a week or so to post my first video. The challenge really helped me though. That first initial challenge, um, and then once I got that first video, first couple videos, let's say. Um, it was like, okay, this is, I see, but it wasn't just a good way to grow a YouTube channel. It is just such an awesome way to drive a ton of organic traffic to a landing page, a sales page, an Amazon listing, a Shopify store. I mean, wherever you want, you know, it's almost like paid traffic in a sense. It's so fast, you know, because it's just such a hot opportunity. So Speaking the of drugs, it's like a high powered exactly. drug. Exactly. It absolutely is. And that's, um, it's I, I've never seen anything like it in the 10 years, that organic reach, you know, and that uh, the ability to drive that much traffic for free, as long as you're putting out the videos, uh, it was really powerful. So it was Thomas kind of pushing me or, or saying, hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, model success. And then uh, you doing the challenge uh, a couple months back, you know, I thought, OK, I like the idea of a challenge. So if you're new to TikTok, absolutely do the challenge that Dave's laying out here uh, this week. Um, it's, that's what catapulted me. And yeah, so I, th- I think I posted my first videos April 21st. So it's just been over three months It just crossed over like 40,000 followers. I've had a few videos that did really well that went viral, nothing to do with dancing. They were all business related. Um, but it's a great platform. I've, uh, I've been blown away with it. Um, the creativity, some of the people that are the funniness of it, uh, of some of the yeah. people, you know, you can waste a lot of time, but, uh, so I try to put out two TikToks a day. That that's my, that's my goal. I have my link, obviously, in my um, in my bio, and then I have to do two TikToks a day. And actually, this week I'm ramping it up to try to do four a day because um, I want to capitalize on it. If if yeah. uh, they shut it down tomorrow, like they're talking about, I don't think so, you know. But if, if it were to happen, I want to I want to squeeze as much juice out as I can. Yeah, yeah, that'll be the end of our democracy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyways. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 insanity that we live in an insane world. But, you know, you got to you got to capitalize on things while they're there. And I've told people this before. Don't worry about a single thing because Internet marketing traffic just moves around. It never yeah. disappears. Yeah. It, it just moves around. And uh, even if, you know, TikTok, I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure we'll have no issues. And there'll be something else that pops up in the next 12 months Absolutely. that will have similar similar power. Um 
there's other things out there that we're not even tapping into that have similar power. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's, there's Reddit, there's a Pinterest, there's things yep. that just people are absolutely, there's LinkedIn, there's mm -hmm. things that are not as hot of, of mm -hmm. a, you know, or is not as easy as getting on TikTok and posting videos that people are putting in a little bit more work to figure out yep. and they're absolutely crushing. And it's like a little, and you know, it becomes like a little honey hole for a fisherman that he's not going out and talking about, but that's where we as, as, as marketers, as free thinkers, as critical thinkers have to get involved in a challenge like TikTok, mm -hmm. begin to get results, begin to get comfortable, begin to build our confidence. And then we feel more comfortable spreading our wings. Yes. Right. Part of this this challenge and why we do these things is to get you get you old old rusty robots yeah, yeah, yeah. To get some, <laughs> some some WD forty in those yeah, joints yeah, and be willing to go out and yeah. and fall out of the nest, crack your head once or twice, and say you know that wasn't bad. Let me let me start flapping even if I knock my head off. Let me start <laughs> flapping these wings right, yeah. and and then I can go fly. So. Are you, let's break down your TikTok strategy a little bit. Are you driving traffic right from TikTok and giving them a call to action in your, in your bio, or are you driving them over to YouTube to help build your YouTube channel? Yeah. So I, um, I, yeah, I have the link in the bio. Um, some of my videos will be, I don't do like call to actions on every video. Um, I'm trying to get better with it. Um, some of them will be teaser, um, teaser video, TikTok video, the keys to the YouTube video. Hey, here's a quick, quick 60 second overview. If you want the full thing, go over to YouTube, you know. Um, occasionally I'll post the link, um, my URL. I think the big thing is, I see the marketers don't do it, is having a custom URL, an easy to remember one, a vanity URL instead of the bit.ly. Um, I, I think that's so important. It's just easy to remember, easy to spell. Um, I have a lot of people, I've talked to several people on TikTok on the phone and um, mine's pissoffboss.com. It was one I bought years ago and I had nowhere to use it. So I thought, oh, this is perfect. You know, I'll get on the phone with people and they're like, oh, you're the off boss, piss boss. They don't remember exactly. But piss off boss. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. So, uh, but it's just easy to remember. Um, easy. And it's, and it's kind of branding in a sense too, you know, like these yeah. people are kind of remembering it. So I think that's a big advantage of, so, and I recently went down to just having one kind of entry point into my ecosystem, keeping it simple. I used to have a four or five landing pages, different email sequences, and it was just, it was a mess. So now I've got just kind of one entry point. I just want them into, I want that email address. That's what I want. And then I can, yeah. then I can do what I want with them. So, yeah. um, so that's my entry point. Um, and then I have the same URL. I have tracking links all over, but I have Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, not that I'm active on all of them. Um, right. They all go to the same URL. Um, and then I use click magic to track everything. So I can see my yeah. metric with, you sure. know, tech obviously doing the best. YouTube's doing pretty good with conversion wise, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and Twitter, you know, don't give me too many results. It's TikTok mainly. Yeah. So what he's talking about, I want to break this down so everybody understands what, what you just said, because you were speaking 10 year marketing, marketing speak. And there's yeah. some people that just, they yeah. went <laughs> like an airplane. Yeah. They went, yeah. Whoa, yeah. That just flew right over my head. Yeah. So He's just basically talking about going out and buying davidsharp.com or adamdukes.com. He bought pissoffboss.com. Yep. And that's the, yep. the, that is the basically the, the URL that shoots directly to his bridge page funnel. 
and there's an opt-in page. I would assume there's a landing page, a thank you page that has a video of you saying, hey, this is Adam. Thanks for opting in. Here's two minutes of my story. And this is my recommendation of how you can learn how to start making money online. Click the link below and it probably goes over to one of our funnels. Is that right? And then in, and now you've got them on the email email yep. uh, list, and yep. you probably either have a set of autoresponder messages mm-hmm. that go out and introduce yep. them to more of the same or different offers, um, and plus you can broadcast those people and invite them to come over and join your YouTube channel. You can invite them to come over and join a Facebook group wherever you want to point them or push them from there. Does that make sense to everybody in the comments? It's a it's a strategy that I recommend to everybody. Don't have, and this is something that we, we why we encourage people to build your own personalized landing page is because it's unique to you. Nobody's ever seen it before. It's mm-hmm. got your name on it. And make it as curiosity and what we call blind as possible. Don't give away the farm on the landing page. Don't let people come to the landing page and prejudge it. I see people with these landing pages that have pages and scrolls and pages of different information. That When somebody can come to something and prejudge it, then they're going to most likely prejudge it and say, this is not what I'm looking for. But less information creates more curiosity. Mm-hmm. So I would assume, Adam, on your landing page, it's a, can we even pull it up? Director, Matt, back there, can we pull it's up pissoffbox.com? It's pretty much what the legendary landing page. Um, oh, it is? For anyone to, it's instead of for anyone that wants to start an online business, it's for any dads who want to start an online business, just because that's my target market. But other than that, the copies um, right out of legendary. Okay. So, well, there, that's even that that's fine because that's min that's minimal copy on mm-hmm. the landing page. Exactly. It's minimal copy. It's curiosity based. And yeah. this is just a little extra tip for those of you who are building landing pages. You want minimal copy curiosity based. You're either giving something away for free or the headline is so curiosity based that they just had curiosity killed the cat. They have to enter mm-hmm. their email to see what it is that you're promising on that next page. So here we're pulling it up right now. Boom. There it is. Very minimalistic, right? Very minimal, minimalistic. So, um, awesome. Wonderful. Great, great to be able to see that. So, um, what, 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 what kind of results are we talking about from your tick? Has this been the thing that has put the biggest spike in your traffic and earnings and so forth over the last in 2020? Yes. Yes. Uh, so I, I get real, I, I'm real nerdy with, so I have spreadsheets. I'm a big believer and you can't give improve. us some data. I love it. Give yeah. it talk. You can't tell improve. Us what you got. Yeah. I always say you can't improve what you don't measure. It's a quote from Peter Drucker. I kind of, butchered it a bit, but it's the principle you got to track it. So I just have a spreadsheet where I track um, landing page visits, leads, landing page conversion rate, sales, and then sales conversion rate. And then I have it from May, June, and July. And I'm just trying to increase every month, each of those numbers, not huge, not doubling, 10%, 5%, 3%, trying to go up in every- A half a percent. I think people don't realize that, people don't realize that, that, so it's you know, I saw somebody uh, post into one of our groups, you know, I got five email addresses. Uh, I didn't get a sale yet. It's like, look, look, uh, this is, you You didn't even, 
you didn't even uh, you, you just took your first half a breath. I mean, you're yeah. not even born yet. Yeah. So would yes. you mind giving us, uh, can you synthesize, can you encapsulate, yeah. can you summarize some of your data and, and what you're tracking and, and just so so we can take a nugget away from sort of how you're doing that and how yep. you're determining what, you know, what to, to look at and if you're doing well and, and all this kind of stuff, can you just help to, to, to give us a takeaway from, from how you track your business? Right. Yep. Yeah. So in May, I, uh, 4.9% of, uh, leads to sales, um, sales being legendary business blueprint. Uh, June, I was 8.9% leads to sales. Uh, and that's going to happen. You know, you build up your email list and I might've generated them in May, but they might buy in June or this month or in October, you know, and that's the value of um, building up the email list. Uh, this month, I'm actually down a bit. I'm at 6.8% leads to sales. Um, I'm converting 27.9%. Uh, my landing page uh, last month was like 26.8. So it's up about a percent. Um, the sales percentage is down a bit this month. You know, I've been trying to, I'm testing different things. Obviously what I was doing in June was working better than July. Um, but yeah, so I'm aiming for about a eight to 9% leads to conversion. So yeah, if you get five leads, um, that's not enough. Um, shoot for, shoot for, shoot for a hundred. Uh, and then you can, you should have a couple sales within a hundred, you know, um, 20 is not enough, you know, but about a hundred, you'll probably get a better idea, two sales, three sales. And then you go back and look at the data. Okay. What worked, what didn't, you know, uh, I can kind of look at my stats and, you know, e by each day if I wanted to and see, okay, what do I do on TikTok? Oh, I published three videos every day for five days. No wonder I was getting so many leads during that week, you know, oh, I took a couple days off of TikTok and the leads slowed down, you know, and, and the sales slowed down as well. Um, but then it gives it, I have the data. There's no emotional decisions like, hey, this isn't working. I just look at my spreadsheet and know, okay, this is working. And then I got, um, so I get really nerdy with it. So each landing page visit on average is $1.30. So I know I can go to Facebook or YouTube or Snapchat or LinkedIn, and I can't spend more than $1.30 per per click, earning per click, basically, you know. Um, wow. And so that's, that's amazing. Just, I can do the paid traffic now that I have my numbers. Um, and, I, want and you I, guys to, to, I want you guys to hear that every time somebody clicks on one of Adam's links, it's worth a dollar and 30 cents to him. Mm -hmm. That's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty powerful. I mean, so that's pretty powerful. Even better, it's 13 cents. Every profile visit I get on TikTok is 13 cents. So I know if I want to earn more money, I need to get more profile views. More profile wow. views is going to lead to more leads. More leads is going to lead to more sales. How do I get more profile views? Put out more TikTok videos. You know, that I mean, that's the simple formula, really. Um, I should probably put out 10 a day. You know, if I you, want. Yeah, I, I think that we have a, I think that we have this, I talked about this last week somewhere that we have this like uh we have this this issue with thinking that we're bombarding people with too many emails or too much content and that's never the case because it's particularly in your uh in your niche and i i'm beginning to believe that this is true across all niches i've signed up for 
Biden and Trump's uh, campaign emails and text messages and stuff like that. And I mean, the the the, the amount of, of emails yeah. and texts that I'm getting is just insanity. Um, and, and similarly with other niches like the financial niche um, where they're selling stock newsletters and so forth like that, these are extremely successful direct response marketing industries. Uh, I actually bought a, a product, in, a, a tripwire, you know, introductory mm -hmm. product yep. for $47 from a company called the Oxford club. And they, mm -hmm. they did something really clever, Adam. They, they said, you're now getting a bonus subscription to these mm -hmm. two other newsletters. Okay. So they split me off. And now all of a sudden I'm getting two emails a day from the Oxford club. I'm also getting two emails a day from XYZ newsletter and yep. XYZ number two letter over here. Yes. So I'm now getting, because they gave me this bonus subscription, yes. it'd be like if they signed up for legendary marketer and we said, Hey, you're also getting this bonus subscription to legendary investor and legendary entrepreneur. And, yes. and we started sending people six emails a day um, because they know that, you know, people, people want offers people want content mm -hmm. they're going to yep. be on the, the the phone they're going to be on tiktok they're going to be in their email inbox anyways so yep. why not my content rather than somebody else's why not my offer rather yes. than somebody else's do you do you yep. agree with that or and do you struggle with that think with that thinking of am i bombarding people with too much uh, stuff i i used to think that way i just did a tiktok the other day that went viral like 200,000 views and it was about this somewhat similar to this topic i outlined in my whiteboard video i email seven days i they get an email every day for seven days people lost their absolute mind going spammer spammer you're bad you're bad you know and i would guesstimate 98 percent of these people have never run an online business you know they're just judging it from the consumer standpoint having that mindset of spammer spammer um but hey if oxford club or, or agora does it um they're they're doing it for a reason um so no i i used to think like that so emailing daily um especially getting in and i told the people on the TikTok that's done by design I want to weed out the people, you know, the big email. Exactly. There it is right there. Uh, I want to weed out the people that um, that don't want to be it. If they unsubscribe, that's fine, you know. So it's kind of just introducing them. Uh, they're going to get peppered with a lot of emails. If they don't want it, get off the email list, you know. Um, but I know yeah. the people that at the end, they're going to be the committed ones, and they're going to be the people that uh, will buy other, other things. Well, you, I think also a lot of you guys need to just realize that the majority of people in your, um, in your, on your email list are not going to buy. That's okay. You want to polarize your list. You want to get people off your list who are not going to buy. It's going to save you money on having every time you send out an email, depending on how big your list is, you get yeah. charged. Yes. So you, you, you also have want to understand that, uh, that, 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 you know, the more people hate you, the more the other side of people love you. I mean, yeah. look at that with the Trump, uh, yeah. with the Trump presidency. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, he's either going to win or lose based on how many people love and hate him. So, you know, if you can objectively look at these things, then you can learn a lot from them. You know, yeah. and we really, uh, you know, really a lot of these marketing blueprints are laid out for us. Um, so. What sort of advice would you give people, man, throughout this challenge who are who are doing it? Um, uh, and uh, you know, what would you, you know, what would you say to somebody? What would you say to your your best friend if he was doing this and you really wanted him to succeed? 
and 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 he was feeling you know how you felt or how i felt or anybody else when they first started a little bit sort of anxious or or uh you know just all of the feelings that so many of us feel uh apprehension uh my message doesn't matter like all these things just what what, what advice would you give somebody just starting out uh on this challenge and on this journey yeah the um get over your fear of judgment i think that that's so, holds so many people back it's so uh, it, so many people on TikTok, especially the ones that are the comments uh i'd say 90 percent of the people that i click they don't put out any videos you know i think a lot of people are on TikTok just to consume um one because it's easier they're lazier um two because they're the fear of judgment uh you know i even had a hard time just in april just a couple of months ago i had a hard time posting my first video it took probably about a week and a half to finally to finally do it and the only reason i did it was i'm going to do it i said i'm going to do 100 videos in the next 30 days and i just wanted that accountability and i didn't hit that goal but it got me it got me started but the challenge certainly me. so um who cares what people think? Uh, that's the biggest thing that holds people back is, is they're worried about what their friends and family are gonna think, especially on TikTok. And it's ironic because a lot of the TikTokers, I've seen some TikTok videos where people are, they're like, I can be myself on TikTok because nobody in real life knows I'm on here, which is kind of a sad thing to think, you know, um, they're kind of hiding in a sense, you know. I've had several people in real life reach out to me. They're like, hey, I found you on TikTok. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were on TikTok. Not that I do anything like that or anything. You know, but it's kind of interesting that people have called me out and found me like, oh, I didn't know you were on TikTok, you know. And, um, but yeah, just get started. Put out put out the videos. Get over the fear of failure. Uh, put out one. Save it in the drafts. You know, don't put it public yet. You know, just just get used to doing it. And it's, it's like a snowball. Once you do those first one or two or three, you know, um, that's the hardest part. Uh, then yeah. easy. You know, then just coming up with content, content ideas. And what I like to do is just look at other people in my industry and I say, oh, I do that same thing, but with a little tweak, you know, a little twist. And so I'll do a video and just add that little twist or little tweak into it. You know, man, uh, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, I'd drink a beer or take a shot, kind of like you mm -hmm. with a shot of whiskey before the cold calling. It's yep. like, it's like, I actually think it might've been Nathan Lucas. He, he used to said that when he first started doing youtube he'd take a shot of whiskey and just say f it you know what i mean yep, yep, um, i wish we lived in a society man that like it we felt awkward if we weren't like doing creating and you mm -hmm. know what i mean but it's yep. it's what what i think is sad is that we live in a society to where like it we're we feel awkward and uncomfortable if we're if we're pursuing our goals and dreams and like trying to make our lives better. Like that's, that's what I think is really sad. And I think that even today, me, I struggle with, you know, feeling uh, proud of achievements and awards because I don't want to separate myself from friends and family. Like I've gotten over after these 10 years, like the idea that I'm somehow arrogant or or evil because i want to be successful like i've i think i've gotten over that for the most part but i now it's like i don't want to separate myself i, I i've sort of evolved my resentment or my fear into compassion you know okay. and i and i don't want to separate myself from my friends and my family who are not entrepreneurs and who are not as 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 blessed with talent or as drive as i am because all of us we're blessed with a particular drive and a particular yeah. talent yeah. to, and, and, it, and it really, you know, the way that the, the thing that's really helped me is to 
um, to transform that sort of fear of judgment into a compassion for people who are not as driven, who, yep. who don't want, who have given up on their dreams. Like I almost feel a certain sadness for them. And that really has helped me, you know, mm -hmm. not a sadness like, oh, you poor little pitiful person, just like a, a sadness that they are locked in and paralyzed in, in fear or judgment or have never, like there's people who are in their, in their, in their silver years who have never mm -hmm. taken yeah. a risk, yeah. Yeah. who have yeah. always played it safe, yeah. who have they, never they spoken out about yeah. something that they believe or done something that they're passionate about because of just wanting to stay in that box, Adam. Mm -hmm. And yep. I just, I think that uh, that's one of the powers of legendary is that we get to have these conversations and let each other know that, you know, Hey, th this can be the new norm. Like, you know, we, right. you don't have to, uh, you don't have to stay locked in a box or paralyzed in fear, or anxiety that, um, you know, it's just fascinating. It's it's I'm 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 blessed to be on a journey with with dudes like you, man, and all the people who are watching. Um, so I just appreciate you for being attracted to legendary and being willing to come on and and contribute. And I'd like to ask you. I think it's too much at this point. We've we've gone far enough, but I'd love for you to come back and to do a training on tracking as an affiliate. I think that would be really valuable. Okay. Absolutely, it's. It's it's really big. Um, okay, you know, absolutely. It's it's not the it's not the sexy part of it. it it's kind exactly, of exactly, but it's but so important. It's, exactly. Yeah. And I think a lot of people probably were interested in that, like I was. Like, what you know, what can I use? Are are you using a separate outside tracking software? Are you using the tracking platform and Legendary or whatever affiliate product you're promoting? Just for my curiosity, what, how are you tracking things? You yeah, so I, use Click Magic, I use click magic to track the links and then I have spreadsheets where I track, um, it's manually tracking, you know, but it's, it's, yeah. you do it daily or every couple days, you know, you start to see trends. Hey, Saturday, I'm getting a lot more leads. Maybe I double up on my videos on Saturdays, you know, or whatever. Right. I'm not getting as many leads. Maybe I make more videos on Tuesdays, you know? So um, you start to spot trends when you track it daily. One thing on the fear of judgment is, and it's helped me, is I look at it as you have a story to share. You overcame some hard time, obstacle, challenge, problem that someone else is facing. And how I look at it is you're being selfish by not sharing that with others because you could help someone. You have no idea who. It might be one person. That's fine. But you're being selfish by not putting out that TikTok video, that blog post, that podcast episode, that YouTube video. And that's the mentality that I've kind of adopted over the last year or so um, is I'm being, this is, the content's not for me. It's for Joe in Atlanta, Georgia, that might need to see what I, the message that I'm giving him, or Billy in Phoenix, Arizona, or whoever it is. So that's how I look at it: is you're being selfish by not sharing your story. Powerful place to leave it right there, my brother. Thanks for for that and for being you. And and I mm -hmm. love your uh, I love your your daily method of operation. I want to learn more about it and dig yep. into it. And I think you can help a lot of people with the way that you think. You're an analytical brain. I'm not so much. Yeah. You know, yeah. so uh, like like Matt, our CMO, he's a more analytical guy than I am, yeah. you know, yeah. and so uh, helping each other in that respect mm -hmm. of, hey, here's how 
to uh, to 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 put more emphasis on data than emotion. You know, yes. Uh, yes. let's use a yes. let's use emotion to spread our message and, mm-hmm. and be passionate and channel emotions into uh, into productivity. But mm-hmm. let's when it comes down to should I stop? Should I go? Should I adjust? Is this working? Yep. Let's let the data make those decisions exactly. for us instead of our exactly. emotions. Because let me tell you, Adam, I'm always going to talk. I mean, I still have a tendency to fall into that. Oh, well, it's not working or catastrophic thinking. I just like to share that reality with people because yep. I think it's more powerful than to talk at people and try to pretend like I'm some super motivational guru who doesn't yep. still struggle with those things. And I would assume that's why data helps you as well. Exactly. It, absolutely. It, it's, it's not, I mean, it helps, but there's still, there's still doubt or there's still, but I got to remember, go back to the spreadsheet, go back to the spreadsheet. Yeah. I, I got numbers. I got three months worth of numbers now and it's pretty, um, it's pretty consistent. You know, there'll be a little up, but overall three months span, you know, I got data that I know and I can use it, leverage it to my advantage. Yeah. Well, dude, uh, great combo this morning, guys. Go follow him at Adam Dukes. Uh, it's right on your screen, right there on TikTok. If you're not participating in this challenge, you're missing out this week. So yes. get involved. Get involved. Build your network. Build your platform. Build your audience. Build your business. Build your future. Adam, thanks for coming on, brother. Absolutely. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate you guys. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, so look out. We're uh, a couple of minutes late in posting today's uh, TikTok update, but go into the Legendary Marketer Facebook group and uh, check out today's day two assignment for that TikTok challenge. Uh, show Adam some love down below. Dude came on and dropped some major, major nuggets, value, insight into telling your story, into tracking your your business, your leads, your hits, your sales. Uh, and I'm going to have him back, and if he, he's willing to come back and train us more on how he tracks his leads, his sales, and his business from an affiliate perspective. With that being said, tune in tomorrow. Got another rock star who's coming on tomorrow on Wake Up Legendary. We'll see you then, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Peace.